1: With Karen and Chris. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Christopher Fairbanks.
0: This is Karen Lynn Kilgariff.
1: Wow, we went a little longer with our names this time.
0: Yeah, it felt good.
1: Usually I go by Chris Fairbanks. There's a legal reason I don't go by Christopher, but today I thought, tonight I thought, today and tonight I thought I'd fly by the seat of my pants. Have you go. been
0: thinking about this all day?
1: Uh, about coming out as Christopher?
0: Today and tonight? I've been
1: wearing certain outfits and dancing around with the idea of coming out as Christopher. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How does it feel?
1: It feels good. I feel free.
0: <laughs> I like your polka dot shirt. I feel
1: transparent. Yeah, oh, good. thank you.
0: Nice.
1: Um, no, there's another actor in town named Christopher Fairbanks who, right when I moved to L.A., he came to my show at M Bar and he said, Hey, we have a problem.
0: ha. <laughs> You said race to the TV, motherfucker.
1: Yep. Yeah, he had already won. He's been on Hunter.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. So he's eighty-two years old?
1: He's in his fifties. Oh, he's oh. a tall, bald man. Um I guess i handsome, of course. Sure. He's a Fairbanks, why wouldn't he be? <laughs>
0: he's a Fairbanks. Um Does he have bad joints too?
1: Um, I guess he his he deserves from living a longer life. Mine's just a gift <laughs> from God. Um but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I going back to being Chris Fairbanks. And this is Do You it's Need better. a Ride?
0: It's better. It's more casual. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I don't want to be all, you know, formal.
0: You don't own a restaurant.
1: I don't own a cumberbun.
0: You don't own uh, it. You don't own it.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, my you know. name. My you, name isn't who I am. Well, actually, no. quite literally, it is. It
0: is, and it is for everybody. But still, we could say other things. Have those be true.
1: How are you doing? There's a
0: couple of Christophers for you right now.
1: Oh, look at the... Wow. Girl. Look at the... Look at the gams <laughs> on... That guy's got some big old... F- but he's got a... I don't, he's got a curvy... That guy's a I I just like the guy, the way that guy was shaped. Is that... Does that sound weird for me to say?
0: <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I was, mean, it's hard to... It was hard to deny he's wearing shorts. It's March. That's it, L.A. No, right I now. I was
1: looking at the guy with the... Every once in a while, you see a man. Men, men carry uh, extra weight in different ways than women, oftentimes. Or
0: but h- occasionally,
1: occasionally, you'll see a man with a big round woman ass. Oh, and I love it.
0: Wait, one of those guys had a big round woman. Yeah, ass? he had
1: a big Shit. round woman. He I had he him. had pockets of fat everywhere one would have muscle.
0: <laughs> so he had like big
1: pecs, but then a big big bubble butt. Shit. And uh, I don't know. He just looked like a special breed of dog.
0: <laughs> like a Saint Bernard type or one that would yeah, save you one from that, the river?
1: Yeah, with a little barrel around his oh, neck.
0: That's a good dog. Should yeah. you drive back by?
1: I let's cat call him.
0: <laughs> dog call him. <laughs> oh man, what's going on with you?
1: I uh today I had a massage on my in, in my entire body.
0: Full body uh, massage? She yeah. She
1: said you have the uh, tightest hips of anyone Girl. any age. Oh. That I've ever massage. I think that's what she said. There was a language barrier, but I, she was uh, very helpful, but now I'm in a lot of pain because of,
0: uh, Cause She shook it all out?
1: I just don't realize I have arthritis because it comes and goes, but yeah. when, once you get rubbed down, man. Painful? It, it, yeah, I'm in a lot of pain now, but it's a, I feel like I let out toxins or whatever that hippies say about massage and yoga. I really think there is something to that. I was storing a lot. In my hips. Yeah. And.
0: uh, And if you got the tightest hips in town, you're gonna pay somehow.
1: Yeah, exactly. Girl,
0: you (laughs) gotta. It's worth it.
1: Yeah, I know you're storing all your stress in your hips, but where do you store (laughs) your will to live? That's what she said at one point. I thought that was a little over. That sounds like
0: a challenge. Yeah. Were you gonna? Was it gonna be a Kill Bill situation where suddenly you had to fight her?
1: I just, or just for no reason at all, put on a yellow unitard.
0: Oh my God, that would help your hips. Yeah, That would open that shit up
1: Open up the pussy wagon
0: (laughs) Keep it loose (laughs) One time uh, Listeners and viewers I like to say viewers uh, (laughs) One time viewers Chris Fairbanks and I I can't remember what we were doing We were not recording We were driving somewhere together Uh And whatever I was telling you about at the end of the, my thought you just yelled keep it loose at the top of your lungs <laughs> and it's to this day one of the funniest things that i've ever heard
1: <laughs> keep I'm, it
0: loose I'm, it was I'm, like your advice to me for my life and it's very yeah very true <laughs> and good advice i'm going
1: to Text, uh, Chris Garcia. Chris Garcia guest today.
0: from San Francisco. I am a norcal Haller and I, a Bay Area hey, person. That's
1: a tignataro joke. That's not my joke. That's it's, not a
0: joke. It's San it's Fran a, AIDS.
1: It's a joke because it's a non-joke.
0: It's, it I, doesn't
1: rhyme. It's dumb. My least
0: favorite kind.
1: It's, uh... Anything
0: yeah. with AIDS in it. I the hate. only...
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm gonna pretend I never said it.
0: Oh, me too. Sorry. I didn't the only reason I on did you.
1: say it was because, um...
0: It was probably just a reflex
1: It was it, was, heard re- it so many times It's a joke that, It was a dumb joke That I had with an old roommate And we used to say it all the time Between each other And then every once in a while um, You say those things it. out loud During a podcast
0: You know uh, Now I want to
1: read. start recording wait, again Wait, wait, wait Every time I say the wrong thing I want to
0: I judged you Let me just tell you this I had an extreme case of vulnerability hangover after our last podcast uh that we did Oh, well, not our last one the one we did with georgia hard stark was that our last one yeah. no that was the one before um, but we talked, we talked about very vulnerable things on that podcast. Told we were me. talking about vulnerability in general. Then we both told very vulnerable stories. Yeah. And I was cringing for a, 72 hours after my story of almost oh. being pantsed in high school. Oh. Because I didn't, in my memory, when I got home, I was like, oh, I didn't tell that on the podcast. I told that, like, when we were <laughs> eating yeah, dinner, dinner or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, then I was like, no, I recorded that for all time. Like every part of that story was. Isn't hideous. that funny
1: how this is forever me it's saying sand AIDS, the dumbest joke <laughs> in history, which I've now repeated. <laughs> that will someone can anyone that's ready to like boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look through social media to get upset about something today. That's there. This is gonna do it. It's
0: gonna be in a file. It could be a dusty one in the way in the back of the filing cabinet, but it's gonna be there. My
1: brother struggled with AIDS in that
0: very city, <laughs> and for you to
1: flippantly.
0: She... Say state two nouns.
1: <laughs> and it doesn't even rhyme. It's a non joke. She'll say,
0: "It's that's me, right? You're talking about me." Yes, in the future. you. Uh, you, you too,
1: me. I noticed that you leave a lot of negative comments on our podcast, <laughs> and I know that I just it's want you. us to
0: toughen up. It's there... a, it's kind of a great Santini thing that the... I'm
1: doing for us. <laughs> great Santini, isn't he? Was he a balancing act? <laughs>
0: no, that was that movie where the dad was a big asshole.
1: He said Army he's... drill sergeant. Uh, he's coming out oh okay. isn't that San Francisco-y of him Can look you? at me with all the offense I'm jabbing left and on jabbing right. yeah, yeah I'm really pushing some buttons
0: okay there's a grammar school on this side and a Korean church on this side
1: you know it took me years to realize grammar school was another word for elementary school and is this uh, him? Is that this is, him? is a, no. a Inspector Crusoe looking man <laughs> um, Shit. He's behind us. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just hadn't come out yet. He said, coming out. Okay. Which is, uh, that's when I made a confusing joke. Right. Um, But uh, he will come out and...
0: I'm rolling my window down because it's, it's just like it's, summertime hot. Today
1: you know? is awful. It's crazy. It's a muggy
0: we're Let's turning into mars
1: enjoy some of the outdoor ooh the oh, sights yeah. and sounds of our visual podcast
0: it smells beautiful sometimes and then I watch it. it'll smell like pee
1: sometimes i do watch our podcast like you'll watch it, and i look at the SoundCloud.
0: you just stare at thing. that thing there he is by. look wait, at wait, his
1: wait. collegiate shirt there he is california berkeley his shirt
0: hi friend hello chris Chris good. Garcia
1: entering the vehicle Here he is now Entering the 2008 oh, he went on the other Honda side. Fit He's going on the other side because he's you. a professional oh,
0: That's right mm-hmm. Hi Chris Garcia How are you? Good Thanks for the ride Of You're course
1: welcome. Thank you for needing one It's good to see you
2: Good to see you too
1: There's a little microphone right there
0: oh, nice. Yeah There we go Ooh it is a little Chris Garcia, where's your show tonight?
2: Uh, my show is at Stories in Echo Park. It's called Good
1: Heroin. Have oh. you ever done the Good Heroin show? No, first time. It's very... It's one of these shows where you're going to be like, oh my God, how did they get all these people to show up? Uh, it's kind of like that Best Fish Taco show. Oh, awesome. Where it's just off the charts, off the chains. <laughs> if you Oh. Know the charts. Yeah, it's off the charts. And... Uh, that's more like the medical industry version of off the chains. <laughs> yeah. You're off the charts here with your cholesterol. <laughs> uh, and then it, you're going to love it. it the last, that was the last great time I've had doing stand-up comedy is at good Heroin show. Nice.
0: Oh, awesome. You
1: should do it, Karen.
0: Uh, I was invited to do it, and then I had to cancel. Ooh, they uh, aren't going to like that. That's kind that... of my thing in uh, the comedy shows around town, is I say yes and then d- I'm don't come
1: how do you feel Chris when you have to cancel does it do you, do you, do you anguish over it like I do I feel guilty yeah yeah, yeah there's feelings of guilt that's my um security blanket yeah <laughs> guilty. I, yeah
0: yeah
1: I always I always cloak myself in a nice quilt of guilt <laughs> quilt of guilt
0: it's this is Matt Ingebertson's show. Yeah, yeah, Matt
1: Ingabritson. I like to say
0: Matt name.
1: And David Ross.
0: <laughs> I had, oh, can't
1: Ross. do British. <laughs> accent. David Ross. David Ross
0: actually did heroin, and then they named this show "Good Heroin." Oh, really? Yeah,
2: he did it in Are college? Are you
0: kidding? He was like a almost a heroin addict. Who is this, David Ross. Ross? Oh,
1: really? He smoked it in college. Well, I mean, once. Uh, I think
2: he did it a while, and he did it so much that he had a final to do, and oh. it was uh, soccer. All he had to do is go show up and play soccer for this final, <laughs> and he decided not to
1: do it, so mm. he just did heroin instead, oh, and wow. because of that, he graduated with less of a three
2: than a 3.0.
1: Wow, that's, I mean, I jokingly smoked crack once, but that's because <laughs> me and my friend knew it was funny. We're like, this is hilarious, we're smoking crack, let's laugh about it. How was it? Um, really lame.
2: Really well, not, lame not
1: Never would do it again <laughs> oh, yeah. Felt very bad for several days after <laughs> Sounds terrible Was um, it like
0: a crazy high?
1: We just had come across No, not for me, man <laughs> Maybe it's because, uh, you know I don't have any voids that need to be filled Since I'm spiritually I can't even come up with a lie
0: <laughs> Oh, no, that's right You're the chillest bro ever Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah right. that's what it is yeah. Thanks No, oh, yeah
1: Sometimes Karen has to put things into perspective
0: <laughs> Chris, what's the craziest drug you've ever done? Yeah, the
1: biggest, heaviest. Um,
2: I'm not. Well, I'm not a crazy drug person, but I did. Yeah, neither are we. But it's. I mean,
1: it's okay. You're in a safe place.
2: (laughs) I did um, acid one time in Uh college, and I was like, I just broken up with my long distance girlfriend, and it was the night before finals and I had like multiple finals uh-huh. and I didn't know I was like oh it just probably lasts like half an hour or something like weed and I did the oh. eyedropper kind <laughs> like visine kind and I did like three or four drops no. in each eyeball what? Oh, my. <laughs> and I ended up writing an eight page hate mail to Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and I stayed up all night I thought I was a piece of gum I put speakers on like the other of side of my head and I listened to a What's that song like? Gymnopodie number six, like Eric Satie. Oh, yes, Satie. Yeah. That's a good one. And then I just cried, and I felt the music come out of me. And then I (laughs) I I missed my finals, except for one, I went to the final, and I slept... Oh, no. Okay. And I was was in Berkeley, and I was walking down Telegraph Avenue, and I had my first day of work at Ned's Den, like, the bookstore, and my job was... Mm. Like, I was supposed to scrape off the stickers off used books... And I just walked in, and then just walked out, and I bumped into a parking meter and barfed. Oh my oh. God. And I was like, I guess I should go to my final.
1: Wait, is this another? St- this is another this story is the, about this doing is the drugs. Next morning. In lieu of a
2: final? No, this is the next. Okay. This is the night before. It's a
0: parallel story, though. Yes, yes. Yeah. Dave yeah.
2: Ross and his final. You and yeah Dave Ross. Oh yeah, it was like school related. Oh man. And then drugs I, and um, tests. I walked through campus. I. There's this part of campus that there's, like, biology. There's a biology building. There's all these white vans. And I walked between these two, and I saw, like, a little people couple, like a midget couple <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> and I screamed because I was, like, in this <laughs> weird place. And then I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, oh God, no, never mind. Yeah. It was, like, a very <laughs> Fairbanks, Fairbanks moment. I was like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> no. Yep. I, and then I fell asleep in the bushes, like, outside of <laughs> my class. And then... I talked to my teacher, he was like a Nobel, not a Nobel laureate, but he was like a MacArthur scholar, this guy named Tom Gunn, who's like this amazing uh, British, or like Scottish, uh, from the UK, this amazing poetry teacher and poet, and I told him, I was like, sorry, I did acid for the first time, and I have nothing in my brain, like I have Uh nothing left, and he was like, well, in the 60s, I wrote a book about acid, Uh, do you want to talk about it? And he took me out for a beer. It was like the first time I ever went to a bar, and wow. we talked about acid and how it makes you feel the infinity, <laughs> <laughs> have a grasp of the like infinite present moment. And um, then he was like, "Yo, oh, don't worry about your final. That was that was pretty cool. That was a good talk. Just oh, wow. um, maybe just turn in, just turn something in about this experience uh, by the beginning of next semester." And so I wrote about my experience and then he sent me, uh, notes on it and his book. And in the book he wrote to Christian model student. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, and I got wow. class. that's so great
0: for doing drugs, for doing drugs. That's because you went to Berkeley. Yeah. That is so Berkeley. <laughs> it's like the
2: most Berkeley experience.
0: It's totally, but here's the thing I can't, I'm still very nervous about three drops in each eye.
1: I, that
0: I, is so f- intense. Yeah.
1: That's that's beyond getting, like, you know, funneling uh, vodka in your anus. Isn't that a thing? Did I just make that up? <laughs> Can't do that. No, okay, yeah, it's, good, it's good. already existed. That's, um, that's amazing.
2: Or- yeah, it was really, um, I was, I missed all of my finals and I had to explain it to my <laughs> teachers and none of them were cool about it except for Tom Gunn. Tom Gunn. And I'm going to so read a book of his. He's really cool. And then I had to, like, withdraw from pretty much, it was like I wasted my semester <laughs> Some, uh, a couple teachers let me turn in my, just like, okay, you're sick. Uh, but it really kind of messed me up for like a week or two. And all oh, I saw, I remember I saw rice. I went to the sink and I saw rice on a spoon. Uh-huh. And I started crying uncontrollably for like 20 <laughs> minutes because it ruined you, my world. I want to talk about <laughs> the, the rice. Yeah, I was like, that's not supposed to go on a spoon. <laughs> and I, it just,
1: I, I love the part where you gum. thought you were gum. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought I was I was sitting on a beanbag, and then I thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm a beanbag too, or I'm just like a piece of gum.
1: Oh wow.
2: But uh, I actually did acid for the second time, like 15 years later. it Was like uh, this summer, and I was like, okay, maybe my brain wasn't formed right <laughs> at the time, and I wasn't like, I don't know, I was just a kid. I didn't know how to take this stuff, and I went camping with my friends and took it. And I walked into the woods by myself. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, this is my comeback. <laughs> and I stared at the trees and I saw, like, you know, like a pit bull's face in a tree. And it looked like maybe like a wolf just, you know, in the tree bark. It just, right. like, it just you know, it was hallucinating.
1: Recording mm-hmm. artist pit bull. <laughs>
0: yeah, pit was oh. there. With Mr. International his was in the yeah. woods.
2: <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yes. Um, and I got frustrated with the acid not being strong enough. And I started yelling at it and my friends like heard me from like a couple campgrounds. now i was like that's all you got that's all i was scared of and i was having this crazy like battle with being high on acid and being like it I not being frustrated. good enough. yeah i was like i'm frustrated this and then i was maybe i was like this is what i was scared of 15
1: years ago <laughs> this is this is what made me drop out of school almost <laughs> Oh, that's amazing to me. And night to me, acid is a very heavy drug because I I base it on how you feel afterwards. Because the time I do, took it, it was the same thing. Someone had dripped it into uh, dripped it onto uh, sugar cubes. Yeah. And I was like, sugar cubes. I'm not I'm not afraid to eat no sugar cubes. And I ate like four of them.
2: Oh. This was
1: a long. It was a long time ago in my snowboarding days, and I danced and had fun for like two days. I, I, it was the best feeling I'd ever had. But then, in the days afterwards, I could feel every joint cracking. <laughs> my, sp- I was like, oh, I'm very poisoned. My oh. whole body. I did you experience that? Like your joints you, cracking and. Well, I was like,
2: fl- I felt like flu sick for like a week or two. Okay, yeah. I felt really bad. Yeah.
1: yeah, boy, drugs are no good, huh? Yeah. They're crazy. I mean, they open your eye, but they also open your immune system. <laughs> yeah. To a lot of undesirables.
0: I always felt like more should happen. We had I did acid once, and we had a Christmas party, and so I had to host a party on us <laughs> But it actually was the most fun thing ever, and everyone told me like that was the best party, and you were the best hostess. And I had <sighs> I decided that like we did it at like you know noon, so by the time the party we were it was like third wave by the time the party started. Right. But we had decided I decided I was going to wear this outfit. And, like, you know how I don't, girls have this much more than guys, but you buy outfits sometimes just randomly or, like, oh, my God, I'll never wear this, but I have to buy it. Right. So I had this, I had a, like, um, it wasn't latex, but it was, like, this weird plastic dress that zipped up the front. And I decided I was finally going to wear the plastic dress <laughs> that was silver and then this weird, like, 50s kind of see-through blouse underneath it. But it was December, it was a Christmas party, so I was freezing, like literally my lips were blue, but I didn't know. Uh, so I was like, hey, w- welcome. People thought I had blue lips. You're star. describing
1: Jane Fonda's costume in some specific movie.
0: Barbarella? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> that was kind of it. It was just stupid. And then basically, everybody, by the time the whole party was over and all the people that did acid together just stayed at my house and like passed out on the living room floor... And everyone fell asleep, and I was laying there, and I had spinning Goofy and Mickey Mouses in my eyes. Wow. So, like, I couldn't go to sleep. What's that just part because... of the... Yeah, it was, like, part of the acid trip, but it was, like, I was just seeing, like, these very commercial cartoon things just spinning in Wait, circles. did they tell
1: you you would? You're going to see Disney characters? <laughs> no. Oh, God.
0: No, that was just a bonus for me personally.
1: Wow. That's
0: wow. like how lame my brain is. <laughs> so it's just like, here's a thing you got sold when you were eight.
1: Yeah, oh, that's so, well, it's a PC. It's a safe place, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Well, it's
0: just, I don't know. I think acid's kind of dumb.
1: Yeah, it's all... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like the more
2: organic... <laughs> natural ones. Well, and
0: things that last, like you said, you thought it was going to last half an hour like pot, like the idea. It just lasts too long. All those drugs do. It's
2: crazy. It's too long.
0: It's too long.
2: Four hours max. Right.
0: A movie and some pizza. (laughs) That's all you need.
1: (laughs) That's terrific. I love it. But... I've never done heroin It's a bad one That's yeah. the one that everyone knows You're not supposed to yeah, do Yeah, that's just too scary
0: no, It's just too th- It's not worth it
1: It isn't worth it I don't care how great it feels Someone could say It feels like your whole body Is orgasming Orgasming <laughs> And I'd say I don't care, man Well, no, but that's it just feels it feels like The exact opposite of that So what's the point? Yeah, you know? yeah Like it, moments later When yeah. you're
0: Well, yeah It makes your life feel the opposite Like that's you're. We're not supposed to live that way Nope we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to buck up and live in the real world. That's you, right. You have orgasms every once in a while <laughs> with your husband or wife.
1: Yes, under the eyes of God. In yeah. twin
0: beds, <laughs> yes, sleeping yes. separately. They
1: scoot them together on weekends. And then
0: <laughs> kiss lightly and leave each other alone. Yes,
1: light to mid-heavy petting. <laughs> it's
0: Saturday nights only. <laughs> Come on.
1: Keep it in the weekend. Don't
0: get greedy.
1: <laughs>
0: um... Chris, what else is going on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You
1: spill your guts, Chris.
2: I know. I'm like, I'm so. I get a little nervous on podcasts because I usually just go to like revealing too much about myself.
0: No, but so, well, like, let's, let's, that's, that's all we do. I, I just
2: a little butthole when I was seven.
1: <laughs> that's <weird>. uh, <laughs> real. Just... I was just talking about a seven-year-old butthole before you got really? in. Yeah. No, I'm just saying we. <laughs> we right do before that. you got in, we were talking about how we just blurt and we think it's between each other and then we realize thousand sometimes six or seven thousand i'm oh. not bragging <laughs> but you're on a very popular podcast incredibly Chris. very
0: popular yeah
1: originally uh karen and i were going to do a podcast about alzheimer's because both our moms have alzheimer's and then oh, yeah. i and you're and your dad and you have that story i i think you did a show when I was in San Francisco mm-hmm. and that's when you did a show that uh can you tell me about that show that kind of got you on like this american life and and Mark Marin's podcast and everything wasn't it one show that kind of
2: oh, it was um I guess it was part of
1: yeah it was kind of based on that set i
2: was it was my last big show before leaving San Francisco where I'd done comedy for like. Eight years Seven years or something Uh And I was headlining The punchline It was a Kind of a big deal And Part of the reason I'm I mean I moved down To help take care of my dad You know He's got Alzheimer's And stuff And it started getting Really bad And I just decided Decided to like Pour my heart out At the show And I just talked about it And how difficult it was And But it was funny Like I I cried like half of the time On stage? On stage Yeah First time I was like crying but also, like, cracking jokes about it. Yeah. And it felt like the first time I ever really did stand-up. Right. But I was just, like, so honest and, like,
1: and opened up so And you saying that it, it, people are going to, of course, draw parallels because it's a kind of like what Tig did when she would, talked about, and it, she wasn't didn't really plan to get emotional, but talked about uh, having breast cancer on stage. It was around that time, and it was kind of a similar reaction, wouldn't you say, where well, here's this so
2: amazing, and it's like her, that's her story, and her moment, and her yeah. coming out. I was talking about my dad. And like, yeah. it's, it's like different, but it is similar in the way that it was like, whoa, where did this, this came out of the blue. Yeah. And it was, and I think it was probably... You know, some people thought it
1: was special.
2: Yeah, and you. you I
1: remember because afterwards, because I was in town bravely doing jokes about my balls. (laughs) (laughs) And you. And then we all met at that bar where a lot of fixed gear guys hang out and and play billiards. And uh, and you, you did have this feeling or this look on your face that you were you were very excited about what had just happened. Yeah, and I I was just kind of overhearing it. But then I remember it turned into a lot of things, right? Didn't it? Well, turned was... into an appearance on this Oh American yeah. Life. Well, and... it
2: was crazy because I mean, there's a f- couple really wild things about it. It was, it was the first time my therapist ever saw me do comedy, <laughs> and when I showed up to the club, no one was there except for he was sitting in the very front row, no, no.
0: and I've been seeing him
2: for two years, and at he could, he doesn't know anything about my stand. I mean, he knows that I do stand up, but he doesn't know if I'm good or anything. Right. He just knows behind the scenes, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm really nervous. So I got that outside. would make
1: me very nervous. Yeah. yeah, I
2: was freaking out. And he's like a ballbuster too. He's like this <laughs> seventy-year-old. He's like this little gay Italian man that was like he grew up in the Bronx and he's kind of socialized Jewish. And he's <laughs> like he would just be like, "Oh my God, listen to yourself. Why don't you just? How about this? How about we just record this one time?" And then you don't have to come anymore. I'll just listen to the same tape every week because <laughs> yeah. you aren't learning anything. Yeah. <laughs> just give me 150 bucks every week and just don't fucking come in anymore. <laughs> Holy shit! So I loved him because it was, the best. you. I, it, it was it's the type of person I need, you know. Uh-huh. Rather than someone that's like just sitting there and listening, I yeah. get frustrated yeah. with that. This guy was awesome, and I was like, oh man, I gotta knock it out of the park for this guy now. <laughs> and then I go outside and Bobcat Goldthwait is there because I asked him to um, do the show, and he happened to be in town. with are buddies. And next to Bobcat is Robin Williams. What? And I, I was like, oh, my God. The, uh, hi, how are you? Uh-huh. And jokingly, I was like, do you want to do some time? And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. What, uh-huh. Ten minutes. And I was like, now Robin Williams is here. And the one <laughs> I had met him once before at Comedy Day, and I was really drunk. And he was backstage. And I was so drunk that I was, like, kind of cocky. And his, uh, he used to live next door to Ali Wong's sister. And so I was like, hey, uh, Robin, we have uh, mutual friends, you know, Ali Wong's sister. And uh, she keeps complaining that she has to uh, sweep your arm hair out of her driveway. <laughs> and then he was like, huh, and just turned around. And I was like,
1: oh, I blew it. Like, I didn't laugh.
2: I was just a wasted asshole. And then I knew he didn't remember who I was. Was but that I was an like, inside joke or just one about his arm hair? Just about his he, he just has
0: crazy <laughs> thick arm hair. Yeah.
2: And so I was like, oh, nervous. I was like, oh, well, he, he doesn't remember. But I was just, it's Rob Williams. And so I was like, Bobcat, my therapist is here. And Rob Williams is like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, that's crazy. And then... We hung out in the green room. It was really nice. And I was like, oh, this is really crazy. It's my last show in town. It's my first time headlining the punchline. That was right my before home. you moved <laughs> to say, uh, to L.A., right? Yeah, it was my big going away show. And I wanted to do it big so I wouldn't ever come back. Right, right. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'm not going to make a fool out of myself and move back one day. I have to, like, that's why I was, like, had Bobcat and some other people on it and stuff. And um, then I went on stage and I, you know, did my jokes my standard jokes and then i just started really opening up about my dad yeah and it was really it felt really beautiful and it felt like really the first time i was like oh this is this is comedy right here this is you know it's just not gags and stuff is like this is this is what is really funny it's like you know my dad um like trying to get it on with my mom and then stopping himself and being like, I can't do this. I have a wife and two kids <laughs> oh. and like him trying to cheat on her with her and all this stuff that is like really unique to my life. But
1: uh, yeah, hard. that's hard. The best joke ever, but that actually happened.
2: <laughs> yeah. And oh, it happened. Amazing. And then I, I got off stage and I was like, I was like, it felt crazy. Cause I just cried in front of like a packed house and stuff. And Ron Williams is just standing in the hallway And he just, he was like, he gave me a hug and he was like, um, that was, I think he was like, that's hilarious and beautiful and from the heart. And like, I still get shivers when I think about it. And it was like this, hearing that from him at that moment, it was like one of the greatest experiences of my whole life. And then I think some, you know, some people were there that were like, Hey, put me in contact with like. The people at This American Life, and then um, Marin or something, or WTF. Yeah. And then I did WTF, and it was like a live one, and it was really fun.
0: Yeah. So cool. And then that well,
2: helped me get This American Life.
1: Oh, that's great. How so was many this?
0: people, I'm oh, sorry, but no. I was just going to say, it's that thing of like, I'm sure 30% of the people that were in that audience had somebody in their family that had the Alzheimer's. Like it's that kind of thing where you think it's so it's only happening to you when actually it's happening to a shit ton of people every day.
1: Yeah, I always assume it's happening to older people, like the age of, with my dad. With my dad, when it was happening with my dad and his mom had it, also known as my grandmother. <laughs> but uh, I that's more common. But when it's, I I always think that because we're young people, the three of us, it's yeah. it's traditionally. Uh, you know, people, you would think we wouldn't have to deal with this for another 15, 20 years, but there is a lot of people um, being affected. I think more and more. Um, yeah, it's like. People are getting it younger, I think. Don't you guys think? Am I just making that up? I
2: think my dad got it like 65. Just like pretty young, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Like, like early, for early onset. onset. Yeah, my yeah.
1: mom started showing signs at 59. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. But, and how long, how much time has passed?
2: Um, like six, seven years. Like, it wasn't so bad at first. And they actually thought they misdiagnosed him and thought he was just, like, depressed. Right. Like, guys that, like, like newly retired people, like older guys just feel useless or something. And they're kind of bummed out and subdued. Yeah. So then they were like, oh, fake out. He doesn't have it. And then he started You know, getting forgetful and aggressive. The only way they can ever
1: because they can't really diagnose it. There's such a spectrum of all this dementia and just behavioral stuff that is under the same umbrella. It's like they don't know it's Alzheimer's until you do specific things. Like your actions help diagnose it. I guess cruel. It's
2: such a crazy disease. It's like anything. I don't know. You could be forgetful. I don't know. There's just so many different ways it like attacks you almost you know like and it's hard to tell what it is like oh maybe he's just forgetful Right? maybe he's cranky he's depressed maybe he's irritable maybe I don't know he's getting old and he just got loopy but then then
1: something happens where you know for sure that's what it is right
2: yeah for my dad it was when I was I was in San Francisco and my mom called me at like 6pm my parents live down here in LA and she was like um Hey, so your dad is missing, oh. and I was like, "Oh, okay." And She's like, "He's been missing since seven o'clock in the morning." I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? Why'd you you're telling me now at like six p.m.?" It's like, "Did you call the cops?" And since she's like a little Latina lady that doesn't call the cops, she's like, "No, why would I call the cops?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I called the cops, and it was, and then they were like, "Oh, well." You know, someone's got to be missing for twenty four hours before they're missin- considered right. missing. And I was like, he has Alzheimer's; he could be under a fucking bus right now. You've got to look for him. Right. And it. And then they might. They found my dad in South Central L.A. He took the bus from Redondo Beach, wow, to South Central L.A. And he waved down a cop, <gasps> and was like, "I need help." And then they wow. drove him back home.
1: That's oh, interesting. Jesus.
2: But that's for me when the first time I was like, oh, shit, like, this is real.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom got on a bus once in Spokane and took it across town. But had she not been telling people she had murdered someone, which Whoa. my mom never murdered anyone. Whoa. But that's what caused someone to call the police. And then they uh, uh. contacted my sister. She's like, I killed somebody. You know, when you have, I have a reoccurring dreams uh, where I'm like I killed somebody and I forgot about it. Yeah, you guys, yeah. ever have that? <laughs> I don't know why. And then you wake up and it's like, oh my god, did I really kill somebody in my 20s? Of course I didn't, <laughs> uh, because yeah. in my dream I killed them by sitting in a chair and that we were on water and they drowned. That's not really even murder. <laughs> that's just <laughs> a <laughs> precarious that's not situation. You, that's not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I yeah it's it's well, I can it's only that,
0: it's that thing where they start to slip into that like dream world. Like my mom used to do a lot of like. She, you could tell she wasn't asking questions that she really wanted to ask because she didn't want to freak anybody out but then like one time we were sitting there and she just turned to me and she goes who are those people and like she was seeing people in the room with us and there it was just her and I so there would be it, you know there's always that like that's why it's such a fucking hideous disease is because it's degrading and it's it's you know it like it makes cra- you know someone going crazy is just so dehumanizing but then also it's so scary for the people that are there with the people it's yeah. just like it's just like a a really long boring horror movie that you can't get out of
2: and it's like it's dangerous for the care, like your their caretakers or whoever they live with like for my my dad would just like constantly walk in the middle of the night he'd like grab a knife and think someone was like trying to break in and he would like become violent and like break things and it's oh. like it's yeah, I mean it's the worst for the person that has it, but it's really yeah. These are for similar. The
1: I, I, it's yeah. interesting to hear your stories and then because uh, they're similar. My mom, yeah, walking around outside with no shirt, just in her bra, holding a hammer, oh, but not threatening people. She just happened to have been <laughs> hanging pictures and then yeah, thought well, that was I'll, like the
0: last thing in her. I'll hands. go
1: outside before I put on a shirt, and yeah. so it's such a it's it's such a interesting. I wonder how similar those situations are and if the.
0: Well, that's it. You know, they get the sundowners thing where, like, they walk at night. They, yeah. When the sun goes down, they start to get really restless. My, my dad got a call from our neighbor once, um, and it was a woman who told my dad that the day before she had found my mom walking downtown, and so she gave her a ride home. And my dad had been taking a nap and just thinking that my mom was oh in my- the house with him. And so he didn't even know... That's like a
1: werewolf. Yeah, he didn't even know what
0: happened until (laughs) she called and said, I just realized you should probably know this and this is, you know, this is a thing. But it was just my mom, like, in a a robe walking around downtown in our town.
1: In a robe?
0: Yeah. Just walking around and thank God our neighbor drove by. Like, who knows what would have happened? But, like... Our neighbor drove by and said, Pat, are you okay? Do you need a ride? And she, she like, was aware enough to go, yeah, I do. I need a ride home. That's
1: what's yeah. so devastating about Because I see a lot of uh, homeless people. And, you know, it's safe to assume that a lot of homeless people are mentally ill, more than yes. half of them. Yeah. But a lot yes, of them, for sure. I'll see a woman, and you can just tell... By looking at her, that she is a mom. And you can tell sometimes, like, it sounds dumb, but I'll look at, like, a homeless person's shoes, and it's like, wait, you've only been homeless for, like, a week. <laughs> and you're carrying a lampshade, and I, it, it's, uh, that could have been uh, anyone's parent. That's just someone that it didn't is. get a call. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, exactly. Because
1: they didn't, and then someone's like, oh, my mom's missing, and maybe, maybe she's just downtown in Skid Row, I'm doing a bad uh, job of, like, describing this, but...
2: No, but I've, bec- I've become, like, really sensitive, or, like, attuned to that, like, just a couple weeks ago, I saw some just old guy standing in front of Walgreens staring at the door. Right. And I went into Trader Joe's, and I came back out, and he was still there, and I was, I just, hello, sir, are you okay? Like, yeah. how are you? I'm like, what's your name? Yeah. I, like, talked to him for a second, he's like, oh, man. oh yeah, nothing. I'm okay. I'm like, okay. But I was like, that could be... Right you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's sad. It's scary.
2: it feels nice to like, you know, we do these shows and stuff and afterwards you find out that other, you don't feel so alone because other people, you know, my mom has, my dad has, my grandpa died from it, all this stuff. And then to bring light to it is like, it's humanizing this terrible dehumanizing disease again. Yeah. Right. Because it is funny. Like my mom, recently, there was... My dad was like, there's this other small, my mom's really short, and there's this new lady in his, he's in a home now, Mm -hmm. and there's this new patient who's this small Japanese lady who has my mom's same name, Anna. Anna, and (laughs) my dad was like, just started holding her hand and being sweet to her. And my mom would come visit, and my dad would be like, who's who's this bitch? Like, to my mom, like, (laughs) get out of here. Would you please leave us alone? and oh, my mom would be no. like they've been married for 50 years they were <laughs> high school sweethearts my mom lost her virginity to my dad Aww. Like, and she's like what the fuck <laughs> and she's like getting super frustrated and then like maybe like 6 months later my mom's like hey that lady a lady Anna died and I was like oh that's terrible and my mom was like that's what that bitch gets.
0: <laughs> like, as a joke, but I was like, oh, shit. Well, like, that's just
2: funny. And I know my mom doesn't really mean, she's just cracking a joke, but it's like, ah, that's a good one. It's yeah. like the darkest.
0: Well, it's because it gets, I, to me, it's like 10 times funnier. Like my sister and I have like cried laughing over the darkest shit because you're not, you shouldn't be laughing at it. And then it just, that makes it like one time my mom came downstairs and she was just wearing a fleece zip up and no pants and a pair of sunglasses and she came into the kitchen like my mom's was especially painful for us because she she stayed herself in these certain ways and then in these other ways she was so different right so she would every once in a while you'd get a flash of her old personality so like she came down and she was just staying there with her sunglasses on and then my sister was like, hey, mom, what's up? And she's like, I don't know. And like, kind of like super, like, we were dorks and she was the coolest person ever. And we like could not stop laughing. just like, she always grabbed sunglasses. Everywhere she went, she grabbed and put on sunglasses when they weren't hers. It was the just as a thing. joke? No. She put them, that's what she wanted. She wanted to have sunglasses on. All oh, the time. okay. It was, so it was. It just added that extra kind of like almost internet feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a meme. Yes.
1: Like, That's so great. Yeah, that, it's interesting how... Because uh, I feel like my mom is just kind of trapped in this shell of a person that used to be her because she can't talk anymore, can't eat on her own. But she makes facial expressions and looks at things and then turns to talk shit about them or make fun of someone's cuz my mom would just make fun of people that's where i got it and uh, she but she nothing comes out but i'm like oh i know you're being funny right now yeah. And so i just laugh even though the joke never came out she's just like yeah get a I know she's making a look <laughs> yeah. on her face like get a load of uh, sp- uh, funny britches over here like not that she would use that word whatever <laughs> but uh, but, it, but. so it's they're still there so you have to just hold on to these little reminders you know that's the whole thing that makes it like worth
0: fuck it fuck you oh my god I'm gonna go after that
1: thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hate her so much
1: oh she was on a little scooter she too. was on a that's
0: scooter cool. and I was just trying to take a left turn yeah. Wait. What's what time's your show, Chris?
1: Um, it's at eight. Ooh, we better go there. He's you know, not going to be first. On. He's a heavy hitter. No. Come on. It's a loose show. Keep it loose. Hey, Chris. I I mean, we've had this. I think this has still been funny this whole time. But I was excited well, for us the all. whole time. I mean, there. there <laughs> was, I liked it. My my, my nice. transition <laughs> into getting you to talk about. It, I've been so awkward this whole time.
2: No, but, I was hoping that we were talking. We would talk oh, okay. about this because we have ha- It's so nice to. To, I, you know, talk I've to just, other people that are going through it.
1: And I've just out in the streets or in our personal life have wanted to talk to you about this. So why not record it and try it out for the first time in <laughs> front of a bunch of people? But uh, but uh, not to change the subject. But the show you're going to do is going to be very fun, and you're about to have a very good time. I promise. Thanks, I, this was, I, what Kiss is saying
0: is no crying, please.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the, do your best, dick
0: jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does
2: just, feel sometimes. I would like. I was like, okay, I feel like talking about my dad, and I'll do it. And I'm like, ugh, I'm in a fucking could, sports bar right now. They're dude. gonna love it. <laughs> and, no, this crowd.
1: I. It's behind a bookstore, so something about passing a bunch of books. People adjust their brain. I think a little. They're like. Uh, it's just a good it's a smart audience maybe I was there in a good night but I was blown away by how nice great this audience that you're about to experience awesome is, uh, so it uh,
0: is it over there do you, do you guys know is, where it is exactly
2: it is that next light it's the block after that next light but I think if you
1: just make a left at that light
0: yeah. but but to the right correct
1: to the left Oh, well, uh, you make t- a right. We're gonna take on this a- street. Here's a- the- we're gonna take a right, and then once we're on this street, uh, which is Sunset, it'll be on our left. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just made it more confusing by adding words.
0: Here though. <laughs> yeah, we could
1: actually take a left here, and then we'll do the sneak attack in the alley because that's where the yeah. performing actually happens. Yeah. And then there's uh, some n- nice uh, urban wall murals that I. Um, I like to call them urban wall murals uh, rather than graffiti because there's a negative connotation with that. Really? Yeah, and I call the uh, tramp stamp tattoo. Uh, and I call them the lower back piece.
0: Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. appreciate so that it's, as a tramp I, don't, I, I, I it's really Do you nice still have your us?
1: butterfly? It's, uh, it's a salmon with reggae lyrics around <laughs> it.
0: I have a salmon
1: with
2: sunglasses
0: on. Uh, I don't know why I was drunk. I'm an alcoholic. That's why. <laughs> Things got really dark in the 90s, and I wanted to commemorate it <laughs> with a fish.
1: I have a tattoo of a Band-Aid on my ankle, so... For real? I,
0: yeah. Oh, you've I never said, seen I it? feel better.
1: It's right there. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> oh, that's that. awesome. It just looks... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... It's shaded, so it looks like a corn dog or a severed human penis, <laughs> but it's a Band-Aid. Chris,
0: any tattoos?
2: Um,
1: yeah. I, uh...
2: <laughs> but I think it's Right. right. Yeah. I have a tattoo of a uh, Pablo Picasso sketching on my arm. Oh, really? really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think 9-11 had just happened, <laughs> and George Bush was being all weird. And I was like, yeah, Picasso, gets warm. Warwick, Guernica's too big. <laughs> I'm going to get this little bullfight scene. <laughs> oh, I, I have yeah. to wow. see that. And it's, uh, I had no hair on my shoulder when I got it, and now it's, like, covered
1: in hair. Here's <laughs> <laughs> uh, where yeah. that show is. Oh, look at it. Oh, I awesome. can just pull in here
0: think so yeah fuck yeah what about the check cashing payday loan
1: oh well people Mm want to do that round the clock Uh oh this is perfect look at this rear entry
0: Fun uh, drop off wait chris are you're getting married right yeah in october in october how's that going
2: uh fun planning it and stuff we're gonna get married in joshua tree oh nice and uh it was funny. My mom, they're really Catholic and traditional, and she's like, "So, what church?" It's <laughs> like
1: a uh, Joshua Tree, uh, In the Church of uh, Desert? <laughs> yeah. the Desert. Yeah. Like, who's gonna
2: be who's gonna be the pastor? It's like, uh, Alex Cole, <laughs> my comedian friend. Oh, is, is
1: Alex Cole gonna officiate? Yeah, he's gonna oh, officiate. Great.
2: And she's like, "Oh, your Jewish friend." He's like, "Is he a rabbi?" He's like, "I don't want to talk about it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be outside. It's gonna be okay."
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. That's refreshing to hear if someone's parent still being religious but that's just where I come from no, yeah. one's, no one's religious in Montana
2: my mom's holding it down for everybody nice. oh good
1: good good <laughs>
0: she's a good lady is she doing good uh yeah you know she's doing
2: she started going to therapy my sister and I were like hey you gotta go to therapy and which is hard Latin people it's like I'm not gonna tell a white person my secrets right <laughs> I tell God my secrets and yeah. that's it yeah. yeah and they're like okay well you should still go to therapy and she's been going and she's been uh She's been doing really well, and she... Yeah, you know, my dad just had, the, like, a birthday, and those holidays are always tough, but she was, like, in good spirits, and my dad tried to blow out the balloon, <laughs> tried Aww. to heat the candle, sure. but we're like, oh, let's have, it was fun, like, it's sweet, you yeah. know, and yeah. so she's doing... She's She's a real tough lady, and my dad used to handle a lot of the stuff before he got sick, and she's just knocked it out of the park and she's like taking care of stuff. And oh, that's great. She lost her car key recently and she went to like some shady guy in her neighborhood to like get a new key made. And the guy was like, It's it's like he made the key and it was like, It's a hundred bucks. And he's, she was like, I don't have a hundred bucks. He's like, Give me your watch. And then what? she was like, I'll fucking call the cops right now, motherfucker. (laughs) And she, like, went off on him. Oh, that's great. And uh, also, she thought he was ripping him off. Yeah. And she's like, that. And it was like, oh, no, those keys are actually $100. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But she's, like, standing up for herself. Like, stuff that this little lady had never done. She's, like, (laughs) become a real
1: tough. Even when person. it's the wrong thing to do. She's no, it's still right. She's standing her ground. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. standing <laughs> her ground. Practice like, those boundaries. Yeah. Bucks, it's kind mother? of a, a well, beautiful yeah, thing to witness. It's got an alarm on it and stuff. And it's an expensive key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, saying, give me your watch" is Yeah, she deserved that. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. That's great. That's awesome. Well, do you want to uh, do your comedy concert? Ooh, yeah. Ryan Singer. Oh, what is that? that beautiful hair? Yeah, he's got a nice head of hair.
0: Who else can you he's see? Got,
1: he's got real...
2: Uh, Matt Farr, again, from Atlanta. I don't know Trucker Matt.
0: hat. Mm. Oh. Wow.
1: <coughs> Good guy, funny guy. Excuse me.
2: Singer, have you heard Singer's latest podcast where he does uh, DMT with Shane Moss? No. What? They do DMT, like, uh, Ryan does it for the first time and Shane's an expert and walks him through it and then Shane does it and he's done it so much that he's, like, totally talking through his experience.
1: He's like, Whoa. Oh, I thought Shane Moss was, like, a sober guy now.
2: He was, and then, uh, I guess he does ayahuasca. I don't know, he does, like, DMT and stuff, but I don't think he drinks.
0: Is DMT like ayahuasca?
2: Um, I think it's, like, the cliff note. <laughs> it's, like, the 15-minute version. Oh.
1: Well, ayahuasca, I've, I've, I've been told by some people, you, like, have to go and be guided through by a shaman and be in a yurt and all yeah. this stuff, and you, you can't just go out and take it and, and go out to a show or something. You have to... It's like an experience because everyone kind of sees the same. Is visited by a guide. and What's I'm modern, interested in doing it myself. I, I have
0: a too. shaman I can put you in touch with.
1: Do you have a shaman? Really? I swear to
0: God. Well,
1: I You're have kidding. a Sherpa, and I know that you were going to go to...
0: Yeah, we can do a Sherpa-Shaman exchange <laughs> a Sherpa-sham. like we've been talking about. No uh, awesome I also <laughs> Yes we get shawarma after
1: I, I'll give you A chicken shawarma If you let me Use your shawarma And uh Do you have that sherpa What's a fourth word That oh It's so fun To play you math You could
0: do A kind of a swing reference If you had no <laughs> yeah. If you had no Boundaries or I, No standards yeah. Whatsoever When did
1: I ever I did, of course Don't ever do boundaries? Bounders Oh okay Do
0: you ever do boundaries? That's no. the best drug It's like DMT Mixed, <laughs> mixed with ayahuasca. I- and three drops of acid. It makes you adult. act
1: like a hyper dog.
0: Wait, you guys, I'm loving this because look, it's like a little. There's like a little green room out in this alley, and we're just looking at it
1: yeah, from the car. Through the gate.
0: Like we can just watch as comedians kind of. Hi, how are you together? Yeah, like a little
1: terrarium. Comedians just acting like dudes together.
0: Look at those dudes just duding around for the love of comedy. Just
1: patting each other on the back, already (laughs) being so supportive. There's
0: been a lot of backpackers. A lot of backpackers.
1: Maybe they need a Sherpa. You
0: know, I don't think
1: (laughs) that there's that kind of support if that that was a group of lawyers we were just looking at. I want to go in there and just start
0: slapping people on the back, even if they don't know me.
1: Yeah. I mean, nothing against lawyers, but fuck them. Yeah, This is the funnest part of the show, Chris, is that while you're doing comedy, you'll, there's people in these apartments that I just assume one of them would end up being a sniper. <laughs> I was horrified, <laughs> and I said, just some sniper up there, surrounded by cats. And then everyone looked up, and sure enough, there's a shadowy figure of someone surrounded by cats. And the whole, the I mean, there was no way I could have planned that. But I think it made me have one of my favorite <laughs> concerts of my life. <laughs> um, so yeah,
0: use your space. Use y- what you
1: see. Use your space. Here's some tips, Chris. The <laughs> <Yeah>. unsolicited <laughs> advice going into this show. I love it. Use the stage. Pat There's- them on the back. Yes, everyone. Your com- the, like, even the audience. Walk through. Pat their back. <laughs> feel it out. Experience. It's tangible um awesome Ooh, look at them okay Chris okay. like can I just yeah. get out of this car it's hot in here <laughs> it's
0: really hot
1: hey Chris thanks for being on do you need a ride oh thanks so much this is really fun and thanks for uh talking about the things we talked about I love I loved every second of it I did too
0: it was pretty great yeah I agree do you have anything you want to plug yeah um I guess every
2: Monday in Echo Park it little joy bar I have my show the business the
1: business i've done the business yeah. and it's great it's you guys great should come show. back and do it again but yeah. yeah it's every monday
0: for
1: sure and um what's your twitter oh uh, it's underscore chris garcia I it's, it's, a underscore... it's important to get that a, you know get a couple followers yeah awesome. um thank you for being on the show you've been listening to do you need a ride d-y-n-a-r, D-Y-N-A-R. A-R. <laughs> <laughs>